0: Welcome to All the Social Ladies, a podcast bringing you candid conversations with the boldest women in digital marketing. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media, and let's get into the show. Today, you're going to be meeting Leslie Crumple, who is the mission executive for Organic Valley. Take a listen. Welcome, Leslie, to the
1: show. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be talking to you today. Leslie, you know,
0: I'm, I'm so thrilled to have you here because I am not only so interested in talking to you, but I am fascinated by the brand that you represent and the story behind it. I just think it's incredible what you're doing at Organic Valley.
1: Well, thank you so much. Um, I feel lucky as a marketer and communicator to be able to work for a company who like, our questions are like which stories to tell, like not how do we try to make up something interesting.
0: Right. You have no shortage. You have no shortage of stories there. Unbelievable. So before we get into the stories of Organic Valley, I want to get into the stories of you, Leslie. So when we're talking about your career and looking back at where you are and how you got to where you are today, what three moments would you say helped define you in your career and as a marketer and just in general throughout your career?
1: Well, the first one came when I was about a year into my career after college. And I had done the whole like consulting recruiting thing in college and landed a good job in Chicago. And I was working actually with food brands primarily, and we were doing innovation consulting. And I was working on a project where it was my job to support the the work that the company was doing to help Kraft find a new kind of shelf-stable mac and cheese. And I remember just like, you know, we were working hard on the project. The work was interesting in and of itself. And I just remember thinking to myself, but this doesn't fill me with meaning and purpose and make me feel good about what I am contributing to the world. And so I ended up quitting my job without a backup um, (gasps) and doing what many, and this is beginning of 2008, which in hindsight was not a good idea. That is wild. Yeah, but you do it again. I would do it again. I did what a lot of millennials did I moved back in with my parents and I, you know, started looking for work that I felt like I was making a positive contribution to the world.
0: So then what was your second decision?
1: Second defining moment was a couple years into starting to work here at Organic Valley. I had a great job. I was our first social media person and kind of this interesting situation happened where both my boss and my closest peer our interactive marketing manager ended up leaving the company within a month of each other and it left this leadership gap in our department and i don't even remember thinking about it that much but i just kind of stepped in and started doing the work because it needed to happen and i remember having a conversation with our vp of marketing lewis goldstein still our vp of marketing at the time and kind of proposing to him, like, well, you know, I could step in and kind of lead this half of the department that I'm familiar with. And I remember distinctly him saying to me, like, but I need a manager who can lead the whole department. And he said, I've seen you learn this and do this in social and email marketing. And I think you can do it in web and digital too. And it was really a turning point for me because I hadn't thought that I was ready to take on that management role, but he saw it in me and I agreed with him (laughs) after he said it. And it taught me that I can take on opportunities that might feel too big at the moment, but that I have, you know, the skills and the ability to learn and grow into it. And that was, that was a really big moment for me.
0: You're totally right. And it's, it's also very common for women to focus on competence versus confidence. So you knew that you could nail social, right? You knew that there were an email, you knew that those were things you could do, but these were new areas for you and you had to have the confidence to take the chance. And I think what's so key about that is that when he sort of tapped you for that and gave you that confidence, that was what you needed to lift your own self up. And I think sometimes we just need that. We need that cheerleader in the corner exactly. and it is a defining moment to happen. Tell me about your third moment.
1: Um, my third moment was, you know, I'd been in this role then of leading the interactive team for a couple of years and I had just this constant nagging feeling that we weren't doing as much as we could be doing in social and in digital, especially for a brand like ours, whose stories are so well fitted to those mediums. And we had been doing all TV and print and kind of traditional media. And we decided that for a new product in a new category, which was our organic fuel protein drink, we were going to try to do something differently. Yes, yes. Um, And we had, in hindsight, a very small budget. And we found a new agency that had just, you know, kind of came to being and they were brand new. And we had a very small team here at Organic Valley working on and we literally gave ourselves this task, which I think is always dangerous to do. But we said we want to try to have a viral video because we don't have that much budget, but we want to get people's attention because we're brand new to this category and we don't have as much money as our competitors. Um, And what happened as a result is we came up with this campaign called Save the Bros. And the whole premise of it was that we wanted to save the bros of the world from the dangerous, unhealthy protein shakes that they were drinking Um, and that we had the solution in our, our organic protein shake. And it ended up being a success. I mean, it did go viral. We had, you know, millions of views. We got great PR coverage for it. And it was also a turning point in the industry. Because a lot of the headlines were about like, wow, finally an organic brand is having fun. You know, a lot of times we take ourselves very seriously because we do have serious work that we're doing. Of course you do. But I think that the fact that
0: you played with this concept that bros uh, drink these protein shakes and they have a lot of bad stuff in them and that now there's an organic solution. You got you got the message out, but in such a humorous and lighthearted and fun way. And I can imagine you just watching as the virality started to take place, how how rewarding and thrilling that must have been for you.
1: It was so much fun. And I think what I really got from it was that we then started spending a lot more money in social and digital. Like it was kind of that proof point of like, yeah, this can work for us. And it really changed the way that we started communicating to consumers and the kinds of messages that, that we started putting out as a brand.
0: I highly recommend that everyone right now who is listening to this podcast, go Google save the bros and organic Valley, because it's definitely something worth watching. Now you mentioned that your first job before you came to organic Valley was in Chicago. And yet now,
1: uh, you are over in Wisconsin and what is the population of the town? It's between six and 700, Lafarge, Wisconsin, where we're headquartered. And I'm in a building right now that has about 300 employees in it. So, so basically
0: all the employees, everyone that moves there <laughs> um, works for Organic Valley. That is pretty incredible and quite, quite a difference. Where did you grow up, though?
1: I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota, and wow, I went to college in Chicago. Change, yeah, I was total city. I still consider myself a city girl, even though I live on five acres in the country now.
0: See, but I love this because what your defining moments taught me about your career um, was first that the importance of something being aligned with your personal values, I think is really important to you. The other thing that I loved was really channeling your inner confidence. And the last piece that you learned from this was, I think, taking a little bit of risk, right? Putting yourself out there and trying something new that the Save the Bro stuff was a little bit of a risk, right? No, no oh, yeah. organic brand had put themselves out there in that way. And you guys were the first. And so I love some of what what you've learned, especially as you've gone into this town of not thousands, but hundreds, pretty (laughs) impressive stuff. So you mentioned that you increased a lot of your focus on social and digital and the spend there. How are you measuring the success of your social and digital marketing efforts?
1: Yeah, um, for us, it's entirely about engagement. You know, I think, and I think this is true for a lot of brands these days is when we are you know spending money on social it's not about impressions to us it's about you know are we having that slightly deeper connection whether it's just you know like a reaction on Facebook or a response back on Twitter or a share we measure pretty much everything based on engagement and then video has been a big component for us and A big part of us in measuring the success of our video is our people watching and hanging around. So, you know, 30-second views, because we tend to do some longer format stuff, is kind of the gold standard for us, is we want to make sure that we're actually having... People are actually consuming our content. They're taking a moment to respond to it.
0: Well, if people are spending 30 seconds on your videos, you've already won, since the (laughs) average the average human has a shorter attention span than that of a goldfish, (laughs) which I I believe we're at four seconds now. Uh, So it's pretty incredible, and um, really that speaks to the kind of work that you're doing. Uh, Talk about your most recent video series that I love, which is called The Soul of Farming, which really brings that uh, to life, kind of the series. and, And talk to me about how you're using that to support your own mission to change the modern food system.
1: Well, coming from a city myself, I really had very little understanding of what farming and agriculture and rural life look like. And that's something that I keep hearing and understanding as we go out and talk to consumers in the world. And at Organic Valley... Farmers own our business. We believe that farmers should be at the center of our food system, and we want people to understand what does it mean to farm? What does it mean to raise animals and feed other people? And so our aim with Soul of Farming is to show that slice of life that our majority, you know, urban, suburban consumers who are buying our milk and other products don't get to see. And it's really also designed to show the art of farming and to show the love and connection that the farmers of Organic Valley have to their land and to their animals.
0: It's really incredible how mission-driven you are as an organization and that you do it in a way. See the the three campaigns that I've looked at when I really look at what represents you is I I look at the "Call Us Crazy" campaign, which is the one that I I really love because it shows the farmers who actually started this business, and it they're a little um, eccentric, right? When they're, you're telling <laughs> yeah. the story, is that a good way to put it? Like you yeah, got a guy in a big white crazy, the <laughs> I mean, an operator CFO. Like it's just it's really sort of a different way of looking at entrepreneurship yeah. and how they started the business right so there's this mix of funny and and mission driven and serious all in one story then you've got save the bros which is uh, you know just pure funny but also provides a solution and then you've got soul of farming which really speaks to the emotion of what's the what this is all about in a time where we need that more than ever because the focus on farmers needs to be there, especially with with what's happening to our supply food supply chain and and really looking at it, it just you really come up with a way to tell these stories in ways that tap into a lot of different emotions. I know you have tons of stories to choose from. So when you're picking them, do you set out to say, I want one that hits all of these emotional buckets, or does that just sort of quote, organically happen? <laughs> is it is it something that you that you plan for because it's so multi-layered. All of the stories that you tell, that's what I love so much about it.
1: Yeah, well, I think our guiding kind of light or guiding principle is that we want all of our stories to be human. And humans are complex and have different emotions. And, you know, sometimes you're laughing and it's funny. And, you know, sometimes you're feeling really worked up and um, upset about something you're seeing in the world. and sometimes. You're incredibly touched by, you know, what another person is doing for you. And so I think the, you know, the beauty and the privilege that I've had working here is we don't feel like we need to have a uniform brand voice like some brands might feel they need. We're owned by 2000 farm families and we love and embrace that diversity and that humanness. And that's what we want to come through in the stories that we're telling.
0: Now we talked about diversity in human emotion. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of diversity in the types of networks that you can choose to tell these stories. Yes. As video has grown, right? It's now it's no longer just YouTube or right. even YouTube and Vimeo. It plays a lot across social networks. Which, which network have you found to be the most tried and true for you in terms of getting videos out there? Or is it a combination?
1: Yeah, um, I would say... Facebook has kind of been our all star. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we've grown, you know, a fair following there. And then we have the ability to tap into our own consumer base and then other people who love organic brands and, you know, who relate on that level. Um, But YouTube has actually been a really great channel for us to tap into a new audience. And we've been continually amazed at how much viewership we get even in skippable ad units. And yeah. that's intentional. We spend a lot of time trying to make sure that the first three or six seconds of a video will hook someone um, so we can take advantage of that that platform.
0: I love that. Okay, Leslie, here we go. We're going into the lightning round. <laughs> this means I'm going to ask you three wild and crazy questions. And hopefully you will have the answer ready to go. You just answer it on the off the top of your head. Think about nothing. We're prepped for nothing. I'm going to ask you three questions and we're going to go lightning round, speed round. Are you ready, Leslie? I'm ready to
1: go. Yes.
0: Okay. Here we go. If you could choose your age
1: forever, what age would you choose? I would be eight years old forever because eight-year-olds are smart and curious, but they haven't yet hit the self-consciousness of puberty. Love that. Brilliant. What woman do you admire most in the whole wide world? Oh, I don't think I can answer that question, Um, but I can answer that I have been thinking about Louise Hempstead a lot these days. She's been our chief operating officer at Organic Valley for 25 years, and she's retiring this summer. And she has been one of the few women in the dairy industry in, in an executive leadership position. And she has really built the organic dairy supply chain. And so I really admire her and the fact that she has done it while being a farmer herself and one of the few women in the room most of the time.
0: I'm very proud of you because like 90% of the people say Oprah. So I'm pretty impressed by you right there, right away. <laughs> <laughs> if you could only use one social network personally, which one would you choose
1: and why? I would choose Facebook because that's where my people are and that's what social is about, right? It's for my friends yeah. and family and colleagues. So yeah, I would have to if I had if I had to choose one, I would choose Facebook.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Leslie, for being on the show. Where can people connect with you if they wanna connect with you and where should they go? Where's the best place for them to go to follow Organic Valley too?
1: Find me on LinkedIn and then Organic Valley on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever your social network of choice, we are there and would love to have you.
0: Thanks so much, Leslie. You are one fabulous social lady. That was all the social ladies. Don't miss new episodes every week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you heard, please rate and review the show. I'm Carrie Kirpin, CEO of Likeable Media and author of Work It, Secrets for Success from the Boldest Women in Business. Follow me, at Carrie Kirpin, everywhere. And for more social smarts, be sure to follow Likeable at Likeable Media. Thanks for listening.